fruitfruithot.com, jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. Asiento. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike this song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube uh, with Mike Spiegelman. Hello, I'm Mike Spiegelman. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are also known on iTunes as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Isn't that nice? Not my choice. But uh, you can go to iTunes and follow this podcast. I would recommend going to our, po- our blog spot. Let's watch a full-length movie on youtube.blogspot.com and you'll see the movie and the podcast right on the same page. You click them both and you can hear and watch the movie together. And that's the whole point of this glorious show. Uh, We'll watch a movie on YouTube and uh, we'll uh, survive together is what I like to say. I'm very excited about this movie. Uh, As you know, we're recording this, by the way, on uh, February 12th. Uh, just put a little time stamp on it, uh, 2017. Or as Jake Tapper said this morning, the state of the union of our union is dictator-to-be. I think it was talking about North Korea. I don't know. I don't really listen anymore to the news shows. But Valentine's Day is coming uh, right around the corner. And being 2017, we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the summer of 67, the summer of love. Uh, It's San Francisco, where even 50 years ago, we had our heads up our asses. And uh, so I have a, I found some great stuff. There's a a page on YouTube, a channel called 67 Psych. And this guy just has tons of stuff, including uh, the movie that we're going to be watching today. It's called The Lovin's. Uh, from 1967 and if you want to go ahead go to YouTube wherever you get YouTube from your desktop laptop computer mobile phone entertainment system uh, tablet oh go ahead YouTube go to YouTube type in the love-ins and that's with a hyphen in there uh, and you should see the love-ins and then in parentheses film and then dash parentheses 1967 and that is posted by our good friend 67 psych who, by the way, we're going to go a little bit deeper in uh, 
67 Sykes uh, catalog. Uh, just some great videos in there. And uh, love to... Kuninga, uh, here's, here's the kicker. There's a documentary uh, on CBS from the 60s where they spend an hour on the uh, Haight-Ashbury district, San Francisco, and there's no audio due to uh, music copyrights. Uh, but it's just interesting to check it out. And I actually dug a bit. There's a movie on YouTube called Revolution uh, from 1968, which is a documentary of the San Francisco Haight-Ashbury summer love scene. Uh, it's hard to uh, watch documentaries sometime. So we're going to go ahead and do the love ends. And before I even start, which, to be honest, I don't think I even started. I'm your host, Mike Spiegelman. Uh, this is, has to be one of the worst movie titles I've ever heard. Uh, fair enough, right? There were sit-ins, and that was uh, very important historically, politically. It's a, it was a poignant thing. And then uh, the hippies took it over, and then they had be-ins, where they just show up and they, you know, they're human beings being in. And then you got a little sexy, you got a little John and uh, Yoko staying in bed all week, you got the love-ins. And that's where the title comes in. It's just a terrible title altogether, the love-ins. So, all right, I'm going to go ahead and click it. I'm going to hit pause once it shows up. Pause. Cool. I still have it on the board, so we'll, we'll start off listening to a second of it. There is if you're a guy over 40, I am. you need to avoid doing any type uh, okay. of cardio right. until you've watched this short video. Okay. Because how we're long going is the video? to show you uh -huh. how to get rid right. of... Keep telling me. They stopped. Look at that guy's... That guy must be working out. He looks terrific. All right. Uh, needless to say, let's skip the ad. I'm going to hit pause while it buffers its little circle dance. So the movie today is The Lovins from 1967. Uh, 67 Psych is hosting it. It's still buffering for me. I'm just watching this circle. We are recording this live uh, before I start the show. Uh, let me tell you a little bit more about it. It is broadcast from Mutiny Radio every Sunday afternoon, 2 to 4 Pacific Standard Time. So you can listen to this show live. And then it's immediately thrown into a podcast feed, which is available on Mutiny Radio or iTunes, as I had mentioned up on top of the show. Or you could just catch, bookmark a web page, remember that, at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. And before we start the movie, I should mention there was a incident with our podcast feed last week, and last Sunday's show posted late. So if you didn't miss Sunday's show, it should be on your, uh, on your podcast feed. And I am saying this to myself because I am the only person who is subscribing to my podcast feed. So, Mike, the show's on. You can go check it out. All right. Speaking of which, we're going to start this movie. This is from 1967. Uh, gosh, what garbage they had back then, right? Am I right? So I paused the movie, and in the count of three, I'm going to go click my little hand cursor on the triangle play button and watch this delightful movie. And we'll start off with a little bit of audio just to make sure we are all in the mood uh so when i say go we'll do it so i'm going to count down three two one go all right that's me on the horn this is a columbia picture movie i bet that woman holding the torch did not get a dime for showing up in the beginning of the film now we're getting a little psychedelic the columbia picture oh the lovins 
once the title hits, the music changes. It's a psychedelic picture of a girl saying Richard Todd. It's a picture of a girl, and they're naming the male cast members right now. Oh, Susan Oliver. Maybe that's her. I want to thank my daughter for drawing the uh, opening credit uh, pictures. This looks like it's Family Feud. Oh, special guest star Joe Pine. I thought I went to see a theatrical movie. Oh, I gotta turn this music down. I'm sorry, but that's what it starts off with. So the opening credits are playing. We have a special guest star. I had Chocolate Watchman. The UFOs and the New Age are going to be the bands playing, which of course means shit. Uh, this I'm looking forward to a lot of good San Francisco stuff coming up here. Colored by Pathetic. I always love the early credits of, of movies from 50 years ago. It's just, here it is, the 25 people who worked on this movie. A four-leaf production. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Good luck with the four-leaf. All right, I will calm down. Calm down. All right, written by two people who are probably now Harry Krishnas. Uh, for a hippie movie, it sounds like I'm watching Hip Parade. Directed by Arthur Dreyfus. He did Riot on Sunset Strip, which TCM Underground played about a couple months ago. And man, what a fantastic movie. So let's see what's going on here. you for the last time. Have you changed your mind? No, sir, I haven't. Oh, no. Miss Cross? Oh, all right, I'm going to take the audio off. I'm going to listen to it on my monitor. I'm sorry myself. Since you have refused to stop publication of your underground paper, Tomorrow's uh, Times... Tomorrow times far out, man. When does it come out? Came out this morning. Whoa! All right, I'm gonna just have to listen to audio here. Uh, you know, publishing an underground newspaper was a lot harder back then than it was now. Cause you have to actually publish it on paper. Listen, as two white men in suits, I implore you. Oh, I see. This is a university. I've been just because I write on the comment boards of Breitbart.com doesn't mean I should be kicked out of the university. You could tell this is from 1967 because no one's holding their phone while talking. All right, yeah. Uh, a lot of pacing. Maybe they thought they were shooting a play and not a movie. They're inside the dean's room, and the uh, English professor is getting chastised for, of course, the underground student newspaper, compared to the above-ground student newspaper. This dean uh, has his name written on the door. That must be very important. All right. Uh, oh, hello. Yeah, by the way, let's give it up for Mutiny Radio, where I can watch both. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're broadcasting in stereo. Isn't that amazing? So uh, uh, Christine and Paul from Edge of Insanity are here. Uh, great to have you both here. Thank you for Hi. having us. Hi. Uh, as you are my two guests, I have two guests on tonight, and of course they're not here on time. They're stuck in traffic. But our show starts exactly at 2. So here the uh, the professor is getting cheered by the students. Oh, they got signs. Trump. This doesn't say the word Trump. It's the first time I see the sign that doesn't say Trump on it. Isn't that nice to see a protest without that word on yeah. it? Yeah. It's kind of cool. What are you protesting? Not Trump. 
<laughs> when are you doing it? 50 years ago. Look, there's a oh, bicycle no, douchebag. Trump's dad on that one right there. That's, uh, that's Trump Jr. Yeah. I'll sue you for a million and a half and I'll give it to my son. Let's go back in time and take out a hundred and a half, a million, $1.5 million from Donald Trump's father's account. And then he won't be able to give seed money to his young son. Is that kind of like if you had a time machine, you would go back and shoot Hitler or kill Hitler? I would. The same thing? Oh, I would want to party with Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> would like just that car that he just got into. Beautiful. Oh, here. Do you guys know Joe Pine? Pine? Is pine. that what it is? Pine? Yeah. No, that was pine. pine. It was pine. That's Joe Pine. P-Y-N-E. P-Y-N-E. No, I don't know Joe. Could be Pine. But he's special guest star. He's playing himself in this movie. Oh, and this is takes place in San Francisco. No way. Yeah. Well, except for this, uh, the school. So this and must be... The, and the film was the year I was born, 1967. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it was the year before I was born, Paul. So we're in good company. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. The pop culture that was around our time when we were being spawned is off the charts. This is crazy, this movie. Are you kidding me? Here. When I was young. <laughs> you were locked in what? I was locked in a stream when oh, I was young. Because you have I was spawned. Cause, oh, you spawned. I got uh, you. I thought because you're like, you think you're Moses. <laughs> Complex. So, hey, what's wrong with young kids today? <laughs> is he like a local San Francisco guy he must be national he must be the uh, people are talking guy of his time yeah look at those young kids in their clothes like you know when they have like Maury on a, on a movie they don't say special guest star Maury you know no. he's not a special guest oh you got a caller by the way oh uh, that's no, okay oh no you don't call about a caller <laughs> you, you can check he's not, you he's can not check. supposed to have a caller so he's uh, not answering so that we're phone we're just gonna let that go through his guests are supposed to be here. Well, yeah, I can just get it over with. No, I can answer it, and you don't even have to talk All to right. him. You okay. just keep you and your. Clothes. All right, so uh, we're Paul listening will to. We're talking over a talk show. And this guy is using his finger to communicate. Uh, it's Colin. You're calling in on his show now. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, there have a lot of Q and A going on. Oh, why are you going on his show now? Uh, yeah, we. I need to keep the phone line clear. <laughs> and and she says, right, you have no right to say that. Wow, that that applies for today, too. Oh, he just ripped up the newspaper. That cost me five cents. <laughs> Speaking of five cents, how much did he pay for that shirt collar? I think it's crinkly. Uh, is he smoking yeah. a cigarette during this time? Yeah, he is. He is. Dude, they're chained. They have two ashtrays. That's classy. Because usually you share an ashtray. Right. But when you're he doesn't t- want to share. He's no. going to chain smoke. You want to make someone like relax at a talk show. So you get like an urn of coffee right into the shot. It's, that must be a water pitcher because they have glasses, but that looks like a coffee urn. I understand. Maybe back then they drank hot coffee and, and uh, glasses. I have no idea what's going on, obviously. <laughs> at this point, I'm more concerned about the glasses. They're more entertaining than the talk. <laughs> this uh, special guest star scene is taking 15 minutes. I mean, even like Talk Like a Man with Steve Harvey, he didn't go this far on his talk sh- showing scenes from his talk show. So, yeah, <laughs> we're watching this on YouTube, and I can see on the Up Next column on the right-hand side some movie suggestions. And they say Revolution, comma, uh, film, and that's from 37 Psych. That's the documentary uh, about San Francisco. I don't know if I really want to sit through a documentary. I, if we have time, we'll watch some of it. Uh, I know that this guy, 37 Psych, has a special on it, too, that we'll find. 
all about San Francisco? Yeah, it was like a CBS hour-long uh, hippie power documentary revealing the hippie power and shit like that. So, And it's like a lot of young kids talking to the, the screen, which is just funny because you could... Re- oh, hey! There it is. The old ugly San Francisco pre-torn down, pre-condos. Yeah. So what's this, Clement Street? This must be Mission, right? Bank of America is there. Hate Ashbury. Yeah, All right. They have to put it's a sign there. Jerry's in sight. And they still have tour buses back then, 50 years ago. But they look look at this one with the canopy. It actually looks like the safari ride at Disneyland. Oh, right? so they're giving... I'm going to plug this in so we could get a grand tour. Of the hippies. In this area, their headquarters. Okay, this must be the free shop. This is no longer. They're playing chess on the streets, which is against the law in San Francisco. They stopped that on Market Street. Yeah, that's bullshit. Oh, so like the hippies are uh, going over to the tourists. They would never do that. I wave at all the tourist buses that go by. I was just in the Haight-Ashbury this morning, uh, getting over here. So is this really San Francisco? It looks like Bleecker Street. It's, it's some back lot on Yeah. Oh, here we go. There's that awful park. <laughs> it's still awful. You know the Twin Peaks? Not the Twin Peaks. Uh, Buena Vista or... Uh, yeah, Buena Vista, yeah. Buena Vista. Up on the hillside. Right? Yeah. So this must be the scene. So did they? Are these actors, or did they just go in there? These are oh, actors. These are total extras or something, right? Yeah, they were like shooting my three sons next door, and they came over. <laughs> oh look, she's got a fan. That's exotic. He's walking around chomping on an apple. Oh, so you know what? I'm gonna. Add, I don't want to put the music on here. Copyright reasons, and the music sucks. I'm kidding. Yeah. You're a hippie chick on still. I like the hippie chick dancing around with the little girl oh, wow. drawn oh, on the ground. and She's looking up her skirt. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. That was actually a little booty shot. A, a very firm it shot. It was a little booty. It was a tight shot. It was a tight <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> These hippie kids are like driving me nuts. They're like looking at a bird in a cage going... Wow, man. This is before their phone app. (laughs) We'll call it Twitter. Tweet, that's a bird. Hey, one of your guests is here. He's probably parking. Let her get all cleaned up. I'm just kind of a body double. Well, I'm probably double her body. You know, if you're... um, Make Sunday your night of uh, listening to Muni Radio, and you can watch, uh, listen to Paul's show, Edge of Insanity, uh, right before our live broadcast at noon. Uh, he starts at noon Pacific Standard Time, and we're at 2 o'clock. And then there's a bunch of other shows afterwards. It's amazing. Amazing. Total. Uh, look, they all have cameras, and they're all taking pictures of each other. Uh, what's that? It says love on the balloon. So Fuck is that you. the Stones? They all have cameras. I think so you have to go develop the film. The three bands they mention are the uh, Electric, uh, or the UFOs, the New Age, and Chocolate uh, uh, Alarm Clock. Or whatever oh, it's Strawberry Alarm Clock. Not, maybe not. It was Chocolate Wasteband. Chocolate Wasteband. Chocolate something band. I just said it like 10 minutes ago. Really? Man, I'm getting these hippie vibes. <laughs> oh, and they're blowing bubbles. 
Because uh, they can't show smoke, so they're showing people blowing bubbles. True. Bubbles had no comment. Cool. Now Hi. we can reverse our seats. No, you can do it here. Oh, here. Reverse. Hey. We're, we're, we're All right. We're just here to keep All right, here we go. We were paid to keep your seat. While the hippies sing, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. All right, so our our uh, you guys. our previous uh, guests are leaving, and we're adding a new range. Uh, this is Christine. See you later, uh, Alyssa Westerlin. Thank you so much Whoa. for coming to the show. Thank you. Let me tell you what's going on. We're watching a movie called The Love Ins, yeah. and you haven't I, missed shit for oh, fuck. No, no, is it? It's all about like LSD and booty calls, and I don't know. So a uh, English professor got kicked out, so he went straight to the Haight Ashbury, and he's walking around Buena Vista. Oh, he's cute. Or whatever, and he's just like, not Buena Vista, whatever it's called. Yeah, Buena Vista Park. Buena Vista Park. Yeah. And he's looking. Buena Vista Park, by the way. Is only the size of a postage stamp. So his fucking creeper leering shit, like everyone can fucking see like a mile away. But back in the 60s, you could get away with that shit. Nice. There was no such thing. The only creeper back in then was like the weed. I think they're all pretty creepy. I yeah. mean, if those girls talked to me, I'd be creeped out. They look so high. They're just like, bad. Oh, she's painting flowers on oh her boobs. Oh my God. This movie is just grinded to Ooh. a halt. Oh, look Ooh. at that. Two girls kissing. <laughs> Oh, or is that a dude? I like the eyebrow. That was yeah. a good eyebrow, man. He's like, that hair, I can't tell. I'm going to, I got. Uh, this guy has his shirt off. Thank God. Something for the ladies. There's. I brought two, but if you want one, you're good. Afternoon? No? no good good afternoon. afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> All right. Changing the guard. Then we got the comic relief. Oh bam! This movie is still going on. It's just scenes of these these extras dancing around one patch of one hill. Somebody thought this was soft core. <laughs> They're like, you know what? If we just get a bunch of really high girls to dance around, well, and shirtless dudes. Somebody will watch this. Yeah, shirtless dudes. It's like a wall of beef oh. behind her. Oh, uh, then a drum circle, which never ends. Come on into the mic, Roman Leo. Good to have you on the show. Mm. Yeah, sure. I put them both on. I don't give a shit. Oh, that's cool, man. Good to see you guys. It's, they're both hot. They're so all I'm just going to get some water and I'll be right back. Okay, great. Oh, God. Those are some glossy eyes. How do you think they got that effect? Because they said this scene took 14 hours to shoot. And they were just shooting. Every time they cut back to his eyes, he's like, God, can you just get to the next scene? I like her. I like all these white people, you know, just really getting into their. This so this must be the music that they uh, that they is conducted by. They should like take their union cards away from this music. Really good music. weed, man. It's great weed. Is that one of the lines from the movie? No. Yeah, that is a line from the movie. <laughs> As Alyssa says to Paul. <laughs> what, what kind is it, man? <laughs> it's. Purple, orange, orange purple, uh, purple, orange, turbo, turbo, oh, orange, turbo. I like orange, purple better because it sounds like a stoner came up. So with orange that. is now another weed color. How yeah. many weed colors do we have? Weed we colors. Ha- weed colors. We have. Uh, there's green, right? There's yeah. green crack. Yeah. There's purple, Urkel. Uh-huh. There's the white. White uh, widow. The widow. Yeah, the widow. There's yeah. uh, orange turbo, I guess. Orange. No, there's a. Uh, well, there's cheese, which is orange usually, or All white. Right. But I guess cheese isn't really. I guess cheese could be blue, white. There is blue cheese, yeah. and there's blueberry, and there's blackberry, and there's blackberry, and then oh god, 
God, this music is terrifying. Oh, go ahead. Do what you gotta do there, Paul. Oh, fuck. Uh, Paul's coat's on the, on the chair. I've been looking at hippies for last 15. God, watching hippies for six minutes straight really makes me want to quit acting. I thought it would actually be... Like, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this might be fun. Oh, this is called a mimeograph machine. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, that was the loving? I did not see any penetration during that loving. No. You know, love isn't about penetration, uh, actually. Oh, well, then I, th- I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was supposed to be like loving, like loving, like loving. Well, it's like a sit-in. But right? they hyphened it, yeah. And this is the country's corrupt, so there's a sit-in, which has a significance around, here around the world. Right. And then white hippies took it and had a B-in, where they just stand around and take acid, and they're just B-E-I-N. B-N. B-N. And then it became a love-in. Human being. And this movie is the Love Ins. <laughs> love Ins. So this is the first Love In we saw. Ooh. Happened at Buena Vista. Happened on a half a hill. Multiple. Next to a place where you go to get anonymous blowjobs while you walk your dog. Well, there were. They, they, they listed orgies in the description of the film. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what they thought that was or uh, what. But uh, They go to Power Exchange and they have to pay more because they didn't bring dates. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's that's the orgy part of this movie. And then when the main character gets sad and goes to a corner, jerks off for another six minutes. This time literally jerks off. He doesn't just like... People like to rip up newspapers in this movie. What the fuck does this movie have a problem with the print medium? They're trying to say something about media in general, you know? Just... That they're a movie. They're media. They're part of the pool. Yeah, they're part of the problem. Yeah. But we can't rip their movie in half, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, right. A digital rip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I would protest, if I was watching this on video, I would change the tracking so it's like a bunch of lines on it and it's hard to watch. This microphone is very swivelly. I think it wants to penetrate something. It wants to love in. It love in. <laughs> oh, so the teacher got fired and now he's going to the student newspaper. And of course it's in a fucking basement because 50 years ago, God forbid someone can't walk down the fucking steps, you know. Everything's in the basement back then. Purple like, onion, basement. Yeah. Maybe this is like a fallout shelter type of thing. <sighs> All right, so we're going to... Hmm. Don't go into any Trump, but yeah, don't yeah. Okay. So do you, these dresses are pretty good. They look like they are auditioning for the electric company. I just like whatever she's got on her head. It looks like meat-ish, meat-esque. It looks like like a flower, maybe. Maybe like a meat it's flower. A, what is it? I just I don't get it at all. Like, <laughs> it's a radish with like toothpicks in it. It looks like this muscle and sinew, something. Oh, chairs up. Jesus, I just hung out with these guys for two hours. Now they're making me move. Yeah, I said I had a van. I didn't expect them to fucking exploit me this hard. I think that guy's off his rocker. <laughs> the one Gary's on rocking it. chair. He's, he's loving in it, on it. Yeah, he's, he's off it. Mm. So this is their uh, loving. Uh-huh. Oh, so this is the... This is not San Francisco. I mean, honestly, when they have a movie shot in San Francisco, not to sound like a pretentious twat uh, that I am, 
you can tell because the walls are look a certain way. Right. You know, it's usually there's some half of it is a different type of thing or whatever. You can tell. Like this just looks like uh Dobie Gillis's bedroom. I love the turtlenecks. I want to bring turtlenecks back, but I got to wait until summer, you know? Right. (laughs) Oh, is that when you get hickeys during the summer? No. I don't... No, if I get a hickey, I never see them again. I'm like anti-hickey. I'm like, you fucking give me a hickey? What the fuck? Yeah, that's up there with hand jobs. Who came up with that shit? No, it's like... Yeah, exactly. Hickeys and hand jobs. Stop doing it, you guys. Stop doing it. No one likes that. We're not 12. Nobody likes that. (laughs) Nobody... That was not my intentions. I don't like going to DMV and having to wear, you know, like, <laughs> no, it's just like, you gotta, it's like, I don't, and then when you, I feel like when you got a hickey on your neck, you're just, you're like wolf bait, you know? What do you mean wolf bait? Well, you guys all just turn into dogs and it's <laughs> like, okay, they, they can smell me. They can smell me. Like I got in trouble. I mean, years ago, years ago, I was working in catering. And I came in dressed up in like a tuxedo uh, outfit and I had a really bad hickey. I was very young back then. (laughs) And what am I supposed to do? Show up in a tuxedo and a turtleneck? I just couldn't, you know, like I had a... You don't want to be Andy Kaufman? Right, I look like Andy Kaufman. I think that would be a good look. I think it'd be fine. I think it... I can't serve canapes wearing a turtleneck. It's just not, it's not classy. People don't go to a wedding so someone could serve them pigs in a blanket wearing a turtleneck. But you know, or you could do that. You could do the priest thing. Oh, there's a fucking priest at this eleven. What kind of sick fucks are they? So where are they again? Are they the same fucking park? Do they at least go down to the Golden Gate Park? Yeah, where are they? Okay, they have matching outfits on. Is that like a thing? That's really weird. When they start kissing, people can't tell who they are. Right. Oh, that would actually be kind of a cool party. Everybody just dresses. <laughs> That's keep... a good orgy, actually. Right. <laughs> it looks like they're in the Golden Gate Park, but I'm sure they're in fucking Burbank or something. He's giving a speech. Speech, speech, Autor. Do you want this seat? You're good. All right, well, let's put the speech on the on the show. Don't care what your beliefs are. Providing they don't conflict with theirs. Uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Providing. And yet we of the Western world are supposed to be free people. Free Free to live as we want. So you can tell the difference between uh, hippies and millennials because the hippies have less fucking beards. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, here comes the Hex Angels. Oakland chapter. I mean, you want them, maybe. Yeah, you can plug it in there. Oh, look at that. Roman comes prepared. Damn. We're saving the best for last. That's why Roman's on the show uh, half hour into it. <laughs> we had our open ears, Paul and Mrs. Christine. I think it's Miss Christine. Now plug it in that little uh, box there. In that little box. Okay, Just here plug comes it the... right in. So to this that is little this box. is this is the uh, flower. This is Golden Gate Park. This is by the uh, Observatory of Flowers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Conservatory of Flowers, excuse me. And, uh, oh, fucking Hell's Angels are fucking up shit. What? Dude, that's a quality punch. All right, I gotta, I gotta turn this, the audio off. It's too, it's too much. If you are watching, we are now 24 minutes and 20 seconds into the movie.
Oh, yeah, here comes the assholes. Look at this. There's pretentious fucks from San Francisco. Oh, my God. They're so selfish. They've just never changed. Never right? Changed. People think people in L.A. are selfish, but it's the people in San Francisco that are the most selfish of they all. They really are. Yeah. But these are all... This is, this is like people in L.A. making fun of people in San Francisco. They're like, let's make a movie about those douchebag San Franciscos. Who? We don't know them. Who? Uh, Timothy Leary. Who else? Did the, uh, it's two guys. Anyway. Oh, uh, boy. Oh a boy. rape scene. We got a rape scene. We got a... He's just doing it we in front of people knight. now. We need a white knight. Okay, the whole fight started. Why do you have to attack the girl? What a, what a douchebag. He just figured if I rape her right in front of these people. Yeah. Hmm. The priest... Uh, the pun- priest. The, I like that. The... <laughs> but priest punched back. So there's a fight in the park. Yeah, this is the conservatory of flowers area. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's yeah. The, there's the bathroom right behind them. <laughs> Oh, that's the roof to the bathroom. Not much has changed. That's the nice part about it. The cop cars have cops changed. show up earlier. That's, that's a, see you soon, beautiful people. <laughs> Look, they're walking over the fucking flowers. Just some respect to the park. Oh, dude, I like yeah, yeah I like him. Is that Kramer? Hey, no, that's Mike Spiegelman walking through. Right. <laughs> Step over the disheveled. It's a good date spot for Valentine's Day. Yeah, it is, because you're right by... You can walk to the Rose Garden, which is a nice little path over, but you can go and see the roses there. Yeah. Conservatory of Flowers was built in the 1800s before electricity, so uh, it's a weird building, because it's meant so you could be there when the light sets, you know. And uh, they also have, like, little... Uh, sewer pipes around for water drainage, and when you get walk around there, sometimes you get you feel a little lost because you know I'm just not used to that, you know. So is this uh, SFPD Parkside? This is the Parkside station. Oh. This is uh, the 44 Shawnee Passage. There's more paid protesters. Evidence that they've always been paid. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. The actors portraying uh, protesters. What is this movement all about, you guys? Oh, so he's already Dr. Barnett has already become like a, a leader of the youth movement. San Francisco. He's the chicken John and uh, John of his generation. Mm. No buttons, right? No buttons. Just yep. Until it stops. Until light stops. You ever see Night of the Chupacabra? I have not seen Night of the Chupacabra, but it sounds intriguing. Tell me more. I just met the person that produced it, so we'll have to look into that sometime. But uh, uh, San Francisco is a great place for uh, movies, huh? Yeah, there's some great movies in San Francisco. There's The Lovins from 1967, <laughs> and that's it. There's one with Goldie Hawn that she did in, like, 72. Uh, Foul Play also, 76, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that took place actually kind of in Marin too so when movies go to Marin like you know those uh, Dirty Harry movies at a certain point out of the five six films of Dirty Harry he just goes straight to Carmel yeah. you know he can't fucking wait to leave San Francisco yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like next <laughs> yeah. scene him and Sandra Locker chilling out by you know Carmel yeah because he, he was governor he was mayor of, of Carmel California during the 80s which is in North Bay so like San Lord. Yeah, so he, uh, the Dirty Harry movies by uh, Dirty, what was the one Deep Imp- the one that, come on, Make My Day came from, Deep Impact or whatever it was called? Uh, I mean, Bullet, Sudden Bullet. Oh, man, I just, I mean, it might have been Dirty Harry. Well, there was Dirty Harry, there was The Enforcers, 
There was uh, the Deadpool was the last one with Jim Carrey. Uh, do you know any? I don't know anything. Dirty Harry movies? No. Dirty Harry Callahan? Wait, Dirty Harry, like, um, no, no, no. Okay, I'm thinking Clint Eastwood. Yes, that's with, what I'm talking um, about. It's a San Francisco cop. Monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's every which way but loose and every which way you can. <laughs> but no, I've seen, yeah, I've seen Dirty Harry. I love... Locke. Don't call her a monkey. That's what it's... What's her name? He was dating an actress named Sandra Locke at the time, and she played the killer in one of the Dirty Harry movies, and she directed a movie called Rat Boy, which is actually kind of cool. I like that movie. No, Dirty She's Harry, cool. I like Sandra Locke. I'm I like not... Clint Eastwood. I don't remember her, but... Do you like Scott Eastwood? I don't know him. That's his uh, son, I think. I usually like oh, here's older guys' Reagan. sons. You know, I like the, the sons. You like the Colin Hanks of the world? Yeah. And then that movie, Woody Allen, Blue Jasmine, he filmed the whole thing in uh, in, in Marin, too. Yeah, Blue Jasmine, actually, there was some, some exteriors in the uh, Richmond district. Uh, which was funny. It was recording the same night across the street from Danny Detchy's mic at Emma's Coffee House. Wow. But Emma's Coffee House is not reopening. They closed because of uh, uh, restructuring uh, for the earthquake. And uh, according to the website, they're not opening again. But yeah. there used to be an open mic there. And across the street, there was a pizzeria where Woody Allen was shooting mm. that, th- that day, like exactly mm. at the same time. I had a brutal show one time. You know, it was a mic. I, I came, I was helping Danny. I didn't have a, a mic set up. And there was one person in there, this older white guy, reading a newspaper during the entire performance, looking at every single article. The only person in there in being addressed and everything about that. Wow. And then he gets up at the end, leaves the newspaper, and gets up to leave. And the people there were like, uh, the comics were, yeah, we're all terrible. We're all horrible. Then one of the comics says, uh, oh, what about your newspaper? He goes, then he turns around and he goes, well, perhaps you should read it and find something funny. Like he was waiting. Like, Ah. I'm like, that's your magic newspaper. And then I'm like, guys, don't feed the troll. He fucking sat in a room where obviously we were performing and pretended to be absorbed by a fucking newspaper in 20 fucking first century. You know, it's just fuck you. You know, why you you're just an attention seeker. That's the thing I hate about people. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's why I want to hate in. Let's you have yeah, hate let's him. have a hate in. What hate do you hate? In. We're going to have a hate in. What do I hate? Yeah, come on. I hate, hate men. I'm joking. Um, I hate uh, myself mostly. I hate uh, eggplant unless it's uh, unless it's fried the right way. Sometimes you know. the skin can get, you know. I like zucchini bread though and I like yeah, I don't know. Um, what do I hate? Maybe a zucchini muffin. I like turtles a lot. Like I like zebras. What what did people do to piss you off? I like gorillas. Oh, what do people do to piss me off? So yeah. last night I jumped out of a car because the guy kept kissing me even though I said I had to leave and I was like I'm leaving now and he just grabbed me so I pushed him jumped out of his car and then he texted me to tell me what a great time he had and I just hate that because what an idiot I pushed you and I jumped out of your car you fucking moron please don't text me yeah that was a I hated that wow that's a really good story I hate that too and that man was Eric Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, what do you hate? We're having a hate in on the oh, love man. ends. I hate my my uh, my lower back, and I hate uh, Trump, and I hate. I hate that you said you hated Trump. You pussy. You're just like everyone else. Yeah. Stop saying that man's name. You just said his name anyway. I don't know. I have trouble. I, I hate that I <laughs> can't access my anger. I'm very, I'm very frustrated about do not f- being able to access my anger. It makes me angry. Oh, that rage! Do you think? Yeah, you the snap? rage is is hard. It's it's uh it's 
it's hard to um man it's uncomfortable i hate that anger is so uncomfortable it makes you feel bad for hours you want to punch something hey. well no you just feel awful after for the angry. sake of this podcast you want to snap now yeah, uh, yeah. Dude, just... I, i'm building up all right yeah get that rage going i might just poke you a it few would make times. great podcast radio if you could snap during during, this, during the levels right? yeah 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 <laughs> I, I am gonna poke him you guys i'm gonna poke him uh, yeah let's make get him under, snap. We're, we're gonna get under roman skin if you would like to get under roman skin call 415-550-0511 yeah and i don't like this i love it this <laughs> we're is gonna somebody... see if we're gonna get robin I'm to snap getting so angry oh, oh it's I working I don't, I don't believe you yeah. you're so full of shit you're such a bad fucking actor no commitment no. you fucking pussy i got it i think you got to fly i think so oh, i was i was working on being more likable oh well let's just change it then well, let's make you likable and then you'll have hidden raids and that'll last longer that'll simmer mm. more Ooh. although i was hoping like so. at work <laughs> like in the office where the real rage is yes yeah, a seriously. bunch of guys sitting around ready to pop from rage dude they write really bad rageful poetry too yeah they talk they about do? how they're dead inside oh yeah they send oh. it to me i get their poetry those guys are very sad oh here we go yeah, very sad i was, I was just playing what's happening there is, explain for the blind people well, for you for you in the back uh i think this is the chocolate waistband or the electric chocolate uh let's see what if they mention in uh here. Really move that far, but God, the music is is a uh, very uh, era specific. God, there's a huge description in this movie. Oh, here's the music. So it's the chocolate wa- uh, watch band as themselves. This mm. might be. Are you going? Are you going? Be there at the lovin'. So this might be the song. I guess I hate the people in this movie. <laughs> uh, it's like when I was younger, I used to think that there was just like a weird culture when you'd see these things. The hippies? Yeah. It was just like these movies and they would just be like, oh, this is so weird. Like, what is, what is the... I would just... I didn't understand these people and now I know that they're entitled LA people pretending to be from San Francisco and it's just I hate it and like I don't like them. Before well, what, I was curious, now I hate them. So have you ever seen a movie that had a punk rocker in it? What's your opinion on that? Um, any kind of punk rocker? Yeah, like, do you think they're portrayed accurately? That people now, the kids today, see a punk rocker on on a movie and go, "Is that what punk rock is?" You know what? I I uh, I don't know. I guess I, I I would have to check in and see which movie because there's some bad ones like uh, that one with the guy that was in Scooby Doo, like uh, oh uh, SLC, SLC punk. Yeah, yeah, that one didn't look real. Like. There, Paul, yeah. Punk wasn't. I mean, punk's like a feels like it's a Los Angeles or a, it's a California thing, you know, right? Right. Yeah. It's not a, a Salt Lake City thing. There is a movie book uh, called like Punks in Film where it's it's alphabetically lists every movie that had a punk in it. Like the, a famous one would be Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, where there was a San Francisco punk on the Muni train bus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's like a legend. My favorite movie is Repo Man and the oh. punks. I mean, I think accurate. They were accurate they were there. Pretty accurate there, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I'm thinking of some other punks. Um, they had a lot of punks playing punks. like kind of jokey versions of of themselves, or just kind of a type, like as if a hippie band did that in this movie. Oh, now we get the psychedelic well, lights. I see. I see uh, punks on on Thursday nights at the Bart station doing that chalk circle poetry open mic. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I mean, it's like it's like you can travel back in time to 1983. Yeah. 
and you're there because you're going to perform. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right on. They make a good audience if you can yell for three minutes. But the 90s, I mean, where, where I'm from, I think it, it, there were tons of punks all over Nevada City in the 90s. It was just Mohawk people and, I don't know, lots of punks. Yeah. yeah. The, it, 90s, too. I think, you know. I mean, what do you need? You need a, a leather jacket and a Mohawk and then you, and maybe some bad jewelry. They were on <laughs> downers and they were very mad. They had all the rage you can't tap into this, <laughs> this movie here to be a hippie you needed to either dress like Barbara Eden from I Dream of Jeannie or uh, have the, this woman who wore, had that umbrella fan she's still in there she's here in the scene I thought they all had lampshades on their heads I was like what? oh she's tripping she must be on acid no she's just playing on acid and it looks stupid <laughs> I said it's women freaking out wow women are freaking out I just watched that Andy Kaufman bit where he had to play like he was high and he freaked out, right? Oh, on Fridays? Sca- I saw that yeah, on that TV. So, I saw that live. That's amazing. On, um, <laughs> when it played on, on the East Coast. And Kramer, or what's his name? Ma- Michael Richards. Michael Richards. What a dick. Honestly, because I didn't, because he could have just been playing high and saying, I feel stupid, I feel stupid. That could have right. been fine for the sketch and they all could have gone back to what they were doing, but Michael Richards had to get up and drop the cue cards yeah. on Andy Kaufman's lap. Did you see this on YouTube? Oh, uh, I saw yeah, a friend of mine sent it to me just a few like a week ago or something, and I just—I mean, I love Andy Kaufman, but that was in my, uh, Michael Richards. I just hate you. So I, there was a I TV hate show Michael Richards. in the '80s called Fridays, and it was the same management team that kind of uh, managed some people from Saturday Night Live. It was an obvious Saturday Night Live ripoff, and it aired live at like five at uh, eight thirty Pacific Standard Time for a live eleven thirty show. And it might have been midnight because they had Nightline on. Okay. Uh, ABC and Michael Richards was one of the cast members and there was a lot of famous other people but Andy Coffin used to go in there and just full force go crazy so he uh, <laughs> so this, this scene was that he was just like so out of control like he couldn't perform this sketch and Michael Richard broke character walked off the screen came back with the cue cards and slammed it down and then Andy Kaufman throws a glass of water on Michael Richards, and then everybody starts fighting. People from the crew, the cast, everybody. It's just, it turns into a full-out brawl. It was amazing. It was so good. And then they come back a week later, and they tell everybody it was totally staged. Yeah. It was to- and, and then they interview Kaufman, and he's supposed to come on TV, whatever interview show this is, and he's supposed to say it was staged and that he's sorry, right? right. He's sorry that if anybody thought it was, you know. And he just gets up there, and he goes, I... I can't do it. <laughs> I can't read this. He's reading the thing, and he just I can't read this. And it, but he you know, and it was just beautiful. It was really he, what a wonderful man. So one one night, I, my brother and I, my brother Adam, who does proudly resents podcast, can attest that he was on Fridays and he was born again. So he apologized about all of the other instances, and that he married. He's married, and they want to sing a couple songs about Christ. And they sang it. So then the, the first sketch was about a pharmacist. It might have been Michael Richards who did a lot of drugs. No, it was supposed to be him. And he, he likes to do drugs. And he stopped. He said, listen, I can't do this. And he went on a long tirade, long enough that musical guests, the police, weren't able to perform. Is <laughs> 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 that crazy? Like, yeah. I got to see the chance to see the police perform live. And it was, can't, and it was bumped because he went on this long tirade about, this is not funny. The drug humor is not funny. Uh, I, I, I can't do this. I can't honestly promote this. And I think drugs are bad. <laughs> and he went, he went over on a live show so they had to cancel the uh, wow. police uh, musical segment why did you let him back all the police time police should have had him arrested oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Well, no one even heard of him. Even back then, the police couldn't get arrested. By the way, uh, if you're watching the movie, God bless you, they're now doing Alice in Wonderland. She took so much drugs, they're narrating an Alice in Wonderland scene. Which is so dumb. Damn dumb. Dumb. I mean, they're cute. They look what cute. About, what about the acid portrayals in the movies? Does it does it match the psychedelics? I've never had it. And the worst is like Flatliners, where like when you die, it's like a ver- heroin version of MTV heroin. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, no, but see, the worst is like the heroin. You're talking about like... Um, What's that train spotting movie? And where they all kind of have visual representation of what it's like to be on heroin? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how about if you just not show people what it is? You know, or why do you have to romanticize it? I don't think acid's anything like this. It's not at all. This movie is just like stopped, stand, stand, what am I trying to say? Stopped. Stood at a standstill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really, con- you know, contrived as far as trying to, and then that's why, and there, somebody's going to watch this that's never done acid, and they're going to go, wow, and that's what happens. Right. You know? And then all the other people are going to be like, no, no, dude. No, no, no. You're going to be crying in the parking lot. Right. Exactly. And maybe For six hours. People will pick you up. <laughs> yeah. Taking a walk on acid is beautiful. Like, you just, who's got that joke where they say, we thought we went on a hike? We were just a couple minutes from the parking lot, <laughs> nice. like, walking in. Sur- it's like, yeah, that's what happens on acid. It's not amazing. It's just. This is a full-on stage show. I mean, this is like a, a you go see They're a doing movie. Cats. 19. Yeah, like all right. Let's say we're on. It's 1967. And you you go on a date and you go see m- this movie, and it's like f- conceptual dancing. Wait, is this before Cats? This is before Cats. Oh my God, Cats totally. Yeah. Rip this movie off like this is cats. Well, I don't know if you've seen the Johnny Depp uh, Alice sequel, but uh, this is the it's entirety just over and over again for two and a half hours. Oh God, I haven't seen no, it. I haven't. I don't think anyone's seen it. See, this is why we need Batman in the public domain, so we could have like people go trip out an acid and pretend they're Batman in movies. <laughs> Leave Alice in Wonderland alone. Just because it's in the public domain doesn't mean you have to torture it. Well, and, uh, you know, I love that Alice in Wonderland has, yeah. She's dancing. No clothes on. She got, she's in a little lingerie. She's little, in her lingerie? Le- yeah. Negligi- it was something. That's, yeah, negligible. That's not, like. <laughs> that's, this is 1967 lingerie. Can you just let it, it's, it's now, uh, it's legacy. This saying, film is now in the historical Alice archives. is an adult now. Okay. Right. She is an adult film star. You can totally star. see her pews coming out of there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, What? Are you serious right now? No, she's, she's not that much of a hippie. Nobody wa- I mean, she was a hippie, we would see it. I don't think I've ever... Okay, I'm trying to think if I've had sex on acid and if I enjoyed it or if I can remember. I've had sex on shrooms. But acid? No, dude. Like, why? Everything else is... I'm already having an orgasm, you know? Like, I don't need to... dance. You know, I don't know. I just think this is interesting. No, the only way you can have sex is that you candy flip and then you can have natural sex. Yeah, by your, so you can have auto without any auto. If you take like, ecstasy and acid, <laughs> then you'll have a boner and you can have sex. Or you could just have a boner and not take fucking <laughs> ecstasy and acid. It's the same fucking thing. Wow, this is incredible sex. Yeah, because your heart is like about to die because you decide to take two fucking major drugs at the same fucking time. No, yeah, no, taking, I don't like the candy flipping thing. I did that one time and it's bad. It's yeah, bad. Well, it was like. Uh, well, I was at an orgy and I didn't know. I was at a big party that turned into an orgy and I, I went to this room to go sit by myself and just get away from everybody and all of of a sudden I'm in this room and I hear my name Alyssa 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 
So I start crying. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But eventually, there are all these hands touching me, oh, <laughs> and I realize, and I like, I can finally see what's happening. My eyes adjusted, and there is a bed full of naked people, and they're all saying my name, and I end up running out of the room. Yeah, I'm just like, holy shit! My boyfriend, he finds me. He's like, Alyssa, what happened? I was like, all those people were trying to have Gross. sex with me. What's I was so mad, and he was like, "Yeah, Alyssa, it's a party. That's what people do." And I was just mad for a couple hours until I drove us home, which was not a good idea. Was he, were you aware that you were candy flipping? Oh yeah, I okay, took the drugs. Good, right. I knew, I, and that's why I kept telling myself, "Alyssa, no one's saying your name," and I was like, just sitting and like, "No, they're not. You're high." Nobody's saying Alyssa until the hands started touching me. And then I was like, oh my God. Then I had a panic attack because I was like, I thought this was all in my head. And now you're actually, you know. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. You could, you didn't have to candy flip to get uh, groped in a dark room. Right. Right. I can do that. Thanks to candy flipping. I was disgusted. (laughs) I was wild. I was so scared. So scared. Oh. Uh, well, all right. So there they are in the San Francisco bar in the 1960s. She's on drugs. This guy's going to take her home. Here, come into this room. Home. This is that whole generation of San Francisco. I love how born. she's still just dancing. It's like. Yeah, he's like. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you're high. You just walk around like. He's like, cut the stick. We're in my bedroom. Yeah, stop playing with the mobile. <laughs> mobile or is it mobile? I paid a dollar. Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Oh. Oh, bam. Oh boy. What's the name of the guy that invented the mobile? Uh, the the oh Ken, Chandler, it's, right? It's on the no, tip uh, of my yeah, Chandler tongue. and the E guy. No, yeah. God damn it! Yeah, I just talked to someone about the mobile. I don't know. I've been reading mobile. a lot of internet dating profiles, and they bring up this stuff. Oh, like uh-huh. who created that? Yeah, I'm be like, you got to be. Oh, Calder. Oh yeah, Calder. Yeah, yeah. Calder and uh, Calder. That's right. And then that psychiatrist chair guy. The know? psychiatrist chair guy, Freud, Sigmund Freud. No. He sits on a. No, the guy that designed Freud's chair. <laughs> <laughs> some <laughs> nameless loser in history. Uh, There's some really nice chairs out there. This either. has been nameless loser in history with. <laughs> so he's just beating her up while she's on acid. I think a lot of guys think they're gonna. He doesn't. He look like the cheap version of Mark uh, Marky Mark. It's oh. like he's the cheap kind of put like. Like Danny. Yeah, this guy is just. Donnie, I mean. Yeah. Whatever. He looks is. like a Wahlburger. Yeah. He looks like the chef. Yeah. 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 The chef, the burger brother. Yeah. Don't get between him and a plate full of clamshells. Like this. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> he says he still thinks it's Alice in Wonderland. He's dressed like a walrus. And you're the carpenter, right? Right? Are we going to do that? Oh, that scene already ended. Get back to the interpretive dance. This movie grinded to a halt to have a musical number. Yeah. 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 For fucking hippie kids. Well, I think everybody in this movie, you know, they probably all agreed one night they were on drugs and they were like, we're going to, we're going to make this movie. There's going to be multiple rape scenes. Yeah, here's the... And, uh, and we are going... Lovings. But we're going to do this musical number, and everybody's like, oh my God, a musical number? And that was right. when the plan really came together. That's when everyone the said yes. Ends, yeah. there'll, be, uh, music, there'll be rape scenes and musical numbers. What? Musical numbers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this guy has gone from like tie and suit to fucking guru shit clothing, cult clothing. 
Klu Klux Klan clothing is the perfect. Yeah, right. Like, That's not a white robe. It's a, the ghost costume. That's a picture of him on the wall. Is that JFK? That's the professor before he uh, went uh, all me- me- messiotic. Messiotic? Messiotic? Messianic, I think. Mes- yeah. Masonic. I'll, Masonic. I'll so messianic. M- messianic or Masonic? Masonic and Geary. Yeah. Or Next stop, Masonic. Brian Reagan was just there. Oh, at the Masonic uh, Lounge? Yeah. Theater, right? Yeah. Have a... Messi. Messianic. Messianic. Named after Onik, who is very messy. Messianic. It means fervent or passionate, an admirable messianic zeal. I'm he had an admirable zeal. This guy is dangerous because he has an admirable zeal. <laughs> <laughs> zeal. That's human zest. All right, so he's uh, he's going out of control, and the I guess the student, the original student newspaper editor, is uh, confronting the uh, powerful tyrant known as his English professor. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like these guys are all. You know, I don't know. Never mind. I can't say that word on anywhere. I okay, can't, you know what? Here, watch this. Fat. <laughs> okay, I put the mics up. But by the way, I think you got, I, I might have been slow on my fingers. So they might have heard the F.A. part. But that <laughs> They're just. Uh, uh, that would have been appropriate at the time. This movie would have been better if they were. If this was about homosexuality. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Or if they were just openly gay or closet gay. That Why could is be a better she there? Yeah, exactly. It could have been that. Would have been a hot scene. Well, if, she, yeah, she has to sleep after he smacked her around. So that's exhausting. It's really hard. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. Takes a lot of energy. Oh no, for her. The yeah, all right there. I'll leave you. Smack you later. Smack you later. <laughs> She's coming down from acid, so she won't get out of bed till Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> Should be there for a while. When you're young, acid's great, right? And then suddenly you're like, Jesus, hey, I can't come into work today because I I can't finish the sentence. So I got to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you show up on Wednesday like, hi. I love uh, everybody. This is San Francisco. Yeah, There's Hate Ashbury. There yeah. we go. They're stoke. Hippies are sitting on the sidewalk. They're sitting on people's steps. That's novel. So nothing's changed, you guys. Nothing has changed. Slight population. <laughs> so there's the. Uh, well, he's back at the conservatory, I think. They showed a park bench that doesn't have like rivets on it, so you can so you can sleep on it. Is there a plot to this? <laughs> like, it's supposed to be this guy's gonna go mad with power, and he's gonna like manson everyone, I guess. Oh. And I guess he he's beating up women. <laughs> Let's go, Mason. So look, it's a rose garden. I knew they would eventually get to the fucking <gasps> Oh, Rose I was here when they did this. Reasons. Remember that yesterday? <laughs> At the love-in when they did the chalk? Yeah. This the is his post-coital walk. Nineteen sixty-seven. My mom was in San Francisco. I should, I should look for her. In this yeah, film. I think your mom might be in this movie. Yeah, exactly. She's somewhere. Her, the oh so snap! She's on those streets. I know that. Snappy snap. 
Hey, mister. I, did they call it the Summer of Love in 1967? I think it was 67. So well, no, no, Summer of Love is 67. My mom would tell me. Oh, you know, right. Oh, yeah, it's not 69. But summer. So, but they, did they call it the Summer of Love in 67? Because usually that's an afterthought, you know? Right, that's a good point. And it could be like a, a media version of it. Because like, this uh, could have been part of the reason why they called it the Summer There was movies called The Lovins. There was... So, right, that's a good point. The Summer of Love. Everything in the title just said love. If you look back, 1967... Yeah, it's true. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I don't know. I got. I'll ask my mom. I'll be like, "Mom, did you call it the summer of love?" I should mention. So uh, I, again, we're watching this on YouTube, and they do have suggestions and upcoming autoplay. So, Revolution from 1968, and then they have a movie called Mondo Mod, which, as you know, is a take on the Mondo movies. Right. Uh, and then uh, you are what you eat, which is also like kids and fucking hate talking about themselves. Hallucination Generation from 1966. Mm. Uh, I dig it. Alice's Restaurant. Fuck. Oh. oh, the way it was, San Francisco in 1967. That might summer, be the one. Summer, yeah. We should watch some of that after this. Oh, here it is. This is. I think this is the clip by The Way It Is, San Francisco Summer 67, CBC. So it's Canadian television, 1967. Huh, huh, huh. We'll the way it is. We can find out how hacky we really are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, let's have some young kids from San Francisco talk. And then it's like, you know, even 50 years ago, it's just kind of like, oh, God. God, that's 50 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, 50th anniversary of the summer of love. Coming yeah, 50th yeah, this, this year, this year. Yeah, Paul and I were just saying that this movie basically came out when we were born. But to be born as a kid during such a fruitful, wasteful, youthful pop culture moment. Yeah. You know. Yeah, all those all those 50-year-old kids now are like, can be gross sex hippies for real. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really... Most of the hippies grew out of it in a weird way. My my mom's a pretty conservative lady, mm. but... Um, ish. Well, the 80s did have, like, a kind of... A lot of hippies became capitalists. You know, you're Jerry Rubens. Yeah, I did. He's a yippie. There's no yippies in this movie, I noticed. It's well, that's what's going to happen actually right now. That's what I'm seeing. Because what what's happening to like rational people is that they're really mad at liberals uh, for not listening to fucking anybody ever and just saying the T-R-U word all the time. It's been said like, I don't know how many times we say that name a day. It's billion. Anyway, so there's going to be like, it'll be similar to that. Like either right. we're, we're going to get more conservative just because we're so sick of you. The liberals. Mm. We're supposed to say dump now. No. I don't even care. I'm just sick of people <laughs> just whining about this person and saying his name oh, over and over. Yeah, Cheeto, whatever we want to call him. It's so funny because I've been doing this show for, you know, this is our 36th episode. So <laughs> during the time, there was a period during this show, and this is all about this show, uh, before the gentleman you're talking about. Yeah. And now, three weeks into it, well, he's president and uh, phew, it didn't take long at all just to fucking yeah 
Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. Usually there's like a grace period and then 9-11 happens and then there's a war. <laughs> and then you go, I hate this fucker for real. <laughs> you know, maybe there's like a Supreme Court decision and then there's like a dubious re- tax rebate sent to everybody. And you go, oh, thanks for the check. That I'll check tell. was nice. Thanks, Bush. Thank thanks, you, Bush. There's a, yeah, apparently okay. my last, uh, my predecessor, Bill Clinton, left us a lot of money, so I'll split it among us. Yeah. <laughs> I won't read any uh, briefings, and uh, nothing will happen. What's that, Dick? You, you were telling me something? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. All, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Dick. Dick, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Whatever you say, Dick. Whatever you say. He has a dick. speaking of dick. He has a big dick. Dick Cheney. Dick Have you Cheney? seen pictures of him? No. Like, there's pictures of him no. sitting in like suit pants, like a little spread, little man spreading. He stuffs. They stuff. Those guys stuff. For oh, sure. I I think he. Uh, you know, I never look at stuff. men's crotches. I just don't do it. It's what? like something I just try to avoid. I don't. I've never sought well, this, out. This man is walking in the movies right now. I'm gonna so. look at his crotch. Yeah. Now just to to like do it and be like, okay. All right, here comes a crotch. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a lady crotch. I don't look at those either. It's weird. Like they could all have dicks. I don't know. Like, do you, are you fascinated? Do you find camel toe humorous? I don't look. <laughs> I don't look. I just didn't. I well, I grew up in Newton. Yeah, there are a lot of naked people. I got good at eye contact, so I've always thought it was rude to look at people's crotches. I just always thought that, and I just don't do it until you know it's right in front of me. And uh, <laughs> then I get a good look. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I usually feel the crotch before I see the crotch. Uh, you don't like go, hey, check out that package. No, no. I look at butts. I like butts. Butts. Yeah. butts. I feel like it's less rude to look at butts, but. Right, because they don't, they don't, they may not know. Yeah, they may not, you're in the back. You're just staring at them. They might not be aware that you're staring at their ass. No, I've never acknowledged camel toe on my own. Someone has always had to point it out to me. I could have been the wearer of camel toe, and no, yeah, I don't. I don't look at my own crotch, I don't look at it. Why are people looking at crotches? So why is camel toe funny again? I don't remember. Yeah. I think because it looks like it's because you guys hate women and you make fun of everything about our bodies oh, all the time. Charged, no matter is. what, even if it's beautiful, you love camel toe. That's why it's funny. You love yeah. it so much, you make fun of it. That's gross. Well, That's it's more I have a nickname. I call it Joe Camel Toe. Joe Camel. Mm. Yeah, well, it's like the evolution of uh, social taboos, right? First, it was like you could not allowed to show your ankles, and then and then the hot yoga pants uh, make for good camel toe. Great camel toe. So it's like, yeah, I want to look at that. I want to look at that. It doesn't look like it's supposed to look like or whatever. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> mm. Yeah, all right. Well, I stand by it. Yoga pants are consent, ladies. You just got to watch out. Um, I always wear shorts or a skirt over. I try to, I'm, I've worn leggings outside in public just by themselves, and it is very interesting. You guys should try it just to get some perspective on the camel toe thing. Because what do you call the, like, what do you call what you guys have? Because you guys have, like, a bulge. No, it's just like, like an angular, a, like a. It's just my balls sagging. I don't have anything to show. It's like, yeah, sometimes they're inverted. They do yeah, that too. Sort where of there's, a ruffled. They go all the way back in, and it's just the ball sack. Yeah, that's and, it. So you're, like, looking for ooh. dick, and there's no oh, it's it's, it, 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 it's like a turtle, Resting. or um, you know, reset. Any, 
Yeah. But what do we call that? Why don't we have a nickname for that? Well, they, I mean, they... Trouser, sna- uh, trouser snake. Moose knuckle. Trouser snap. Moose knuckle. Moose knuckle. So is when that? I can just see the dick because they're wearing like leggings or tight pants, that's a moose I mean, knuckle? It ball. It's like a, when the moose balls knuckle. are split. Moose knuckle, camel toe. I'm trying to get the... Yeah. I'm like, I guess I get it, but... <laughs> it keeps going back to Joe Camel, right? Because he had a moose friend. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, was like they drove. They must have been carpoolers or something, because they always had the same convertible. They always rode in there. Maybe they're going to a gig. We have not changed. Humans have not changed. We have not changed. No, because this guy has a dictionary. It's an interesting thing when you thought people changed because they went from black and white to color, and that you thought that things were changing. But right, uh, it's all the same. There's a lot of talking in this movie for a hippie movie. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to plug it in. Let's hear some of this talking. I want to know what the hell's going on. I don't think they left this guy's hippie camping. Oh, here they are. They're back at the park. Oh, I put it on right when the music comes on. Back to the next love-in. Oh, it's the love with Barnett. Freedom expression concert. I feel like they really am. Well, so I don't get it. Like, what, what, what is it? I would like to learn the truth about loving. Well, I don't know. I think it's well. You know, I don't know. Truth yeah. about love is that uh, it's the same thing as hate, man. <laughs> now, now you gotta sleep with me. What? <laughs> oh yeah, my mom said it was a terrible time. She describes free love in this. She describes it as the initiation of rape culture. She basically blames uh, rape culture on 1967 because she had a great time. She was high. She doesn't care. But she said what would happen is that these guys would give her the acids or the speeds or the whatever they were doing. And then they would jump on top of her and say, free love, baby. And they like literally like throw her on a bed, pick her up, take her to and say. So they would attack a woman and say free love is Mm. basically what my mom described to me. So I was like, wow, that is the that's the beginning of rape culture right there. You just you say you're a free peace loving hippie. You can attack a woman and. uh so yeah, there was a lot of like, I mean, most I think, you know, but it was just a very crazy time. You see them with the, that's, that's really, I'm glad you, I've never even heard of that, you know, like it's, it's a great point. I know like when they have these motorcycle movies from the 60s too, the motorcycle gangs always are like, they find like a free chick and they all like kind of, right yeah. And some of the chicks were totally down and free and shit. And even my mom was most of the time. She was like, Alyssa, we fucked all the time. There was no STDs. There was no AIDS. There was no anything. Like, birth control was easy peasy as far as things go because they were at the advent. They had just now, everybody's got birth control and they've got acid and they've got whatever. You know, they had ecstasy back then too. Um, They had ecstasy back in the 60s? Well, I think there were variations because they started doing ecstasy testing not too long after the LSD test. I thought, I thought, I think, I might be wrong here, but they had all kinds of shit and they didn't have diseases. She said we fucked all the time, but yeah, we did. But then every once in a while you'd be annoyed. Right. Just because we're fucking all the time doesn't mean you can jump on me, say free love and get some, you know, (laughs) like, but yeah, so they were crazy, but. Oh, here's a sleep-in tonight, says a banner. That's a bad sign. <clears throat> yeah, the whole the disease thing that popped up, the STDs. 
my mom always said she was sorry. She was like, honey, I'm so sorry. You know, we didn't have STDs. So sorry that you weren't able to live in, be in this culture, live in, live in, uh, right. Well, you know, it happens. It's not, it's not anyone's. Well, I think it's, I think it's actually a campaign. I think if anything, STDs are just, they're another way that we grab the ball sack of the world and decided that, you know, sex is bad. Now we've got a disease. We've got, now we got, I mean, they're real. I'm not saying they're not real diseases, but I'm like, man, life was so much better when that, now they really control, uh, you got to read before uh, dawn or sex before dawn. Okay. Talks about the history of that, but. Well, so with, with STDs and stuff like that, I always thought like the world wars kind of brought it in. Like they had to get some penicillin and, and make rubbers available so soldiers don't bring it back home. Oh. Like in World War Two and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're bringing back Italian crabs. You got to like. Italian crabs? Yeah. You got to spray it down. Uncle Sam's got to spray you down. And then you got Uncle Sam scientists. They're like, here, put on this sheath. All right, so they're they're back in the park. They're having a stupid sleep in, and then the man is here. It's a cop on a horse. Bryce Benson. Oh, collar, collar. Well, our hands aren't tied. Who could it be? Hi, Mini Radio. You're on the air. Hello, I can barely hear your electronics. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're in the middle. Actually, I have another caller on the line. I got I to... Gotta, uh, I'll go back in a little bit. Bye. Bye. All right, so they're beating up stuff. God bless her, but, you know... Yeah. Is that... Is that... What's her face? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Comedian, comedians, comedians who uh, will, will, will program your show for you are always the worst. Not to be named. You know, hey, you know what? I'll show up late, so I'll I'll close for you. Or you know what? I can't do it, so I asked so and so to uh, oh, to do it. Oh, or you know worst. what? I'm just gonna be come by and uh, be part of the show. Garbage people. Garbage people. The worst. So Protesters. Gar- Garbage people. Same. Now this looks like San Francisco. He's hanging out of a San Francisco like window, bay window. He's gonna. He's gonna jump out because he's on acid. Oh no! He can fly. All right, dude. Don't fall. Oh, he's on acid and he thinks he can fly. Yeah, this never happened. It just happened. I just saw a hippie fucking plunge to his death on Hate Street. No, no, that didn't happen. Oh, it was in the. I was watching the movie The Love Ends with you guys. That's what I noticed. Yeah, it didn't happen. Maybe it happened one time, but fuck that guy. He deserved to die. Uh, He was going to kill himself anyway. Look, he had no blood either when he landed. There was like no blood stain at all. Good, because I hate when they show blood movies. Human beings oh. are like blood pinatas. When you jump out of a window thinking you could fly on acid, you're gonna explode, and little children are gonna run and take your blood and put it in their pockets. And oh. <laughs> no, dude, I watched the Santa Clarita whatever diet, and I tried to watch that. I liked it. It was funny. It was kitschy. It was whatever. But uh, the blood, the amount I had to turn away for all the bloody scenes where she like ate the people and shit. Um, Is this like a cannibal movie? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, straight. Yeah. Definitely. Do so you guys ever hear another song goes, I eat cannibals. It brings out the animal in me. And if you think that's uh, bad, you used to see the racist video that came from with it. It's a uh, song from the Brits. I don't remember who did it. I, I eat cannibals. cannibals. <laughs> it's inevitable. It brings out the animal in me. 
It's pretty, it's like Dexter. He's like doing everybody. Yeah. You know, it's like Hannibal if he was just murdering cannibals. Yeah, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, well, I like well, that guy. Hannibal Lecter. He's like Sin, He's like everyone in Sin City. They're monsters fighting bigger monsters. Bigger monsters. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Sex in the City. Eat Sex monsters. Monsters. Yeah, the that same, that's they're monsters. Too. Monsters. They're monsters eating, they are. feeding, battling bigger monsters. Well, yes, kind themselves. of. Themselves. Yeah, bigger monsters. The men. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's rate the Sex in the City movies. I think the first one was better than the second one. What do you guys think? Never saw. What? Oh, uh, they're no mandatory idea. viewing. Okay, but what? Where are we at with this one? Oh, oh yeah. Let's let's take a listen. It's getting. Right if you want, I'll stay here with you. No, no, it's okay. He's wearing uh, white. I'll meet you later. She's wearing black. Not nervous. His hair is brown. Her oh, hair is really? blonde. Her hair, yeah, it looks like she she works in Manic Panic, I guess, and she's. Getting ready for the fall line. There are flowers. I see. I see that they're wearing clothing. Yes. He's touching his own chin. Okay. So these walls. <laughs> maybe these walls look like San Francisco apartments. They don't. I can't. I can't dig it. They're wooden. The the window. Okay. There's movies shot in San Francisco. You ever see the conversation with Gene uh, Hackman? I did. Yeah. Great. He has a he has a great place in uh, like near Alamo Square. Western edition. And it looks like an apartment from San Francisco. I'm not being a jerk. I'm not being a pompous windbag. You know what? I was looking at pompous windbags for San Francisco. Here's what I really hate. Is when people say, don't call it Frisco. And then later they'll say, hey, check out Carl the Fog. Who the fuck? This whole Carl the Fog thing. You can't call it Frisco, but you have to call the Fog fucking Carl? Who what, Who says that's all right? I mean, like, <laughs> make up your fucking mind. Carl? The Fog. It has it has his own Instagram, his own Twitter, Carl the Fog. And that's what you call the Fog. And, and in San Francisco, it's Carl the Fog. It has its own name. That's cute and stuff. But then you're like, don't call it Frisco. Oh, you got to call the Fog Carl. The fuck? They're both stupid, right? Either say you can do both dumb things or like say, I'm not going to do either dumb thing. Yeah, and to make it even more dumb, you know? Yeah. Just give really everything dumb. a name. I hate when people do that when there's like multiple it's pronunciations. It's like things don't already have names. They don't, Roman. <laughs> Are you mad about it? What are you going to do I'm, about it? I'm mad about it. You kinda, the, the, It's like Sequoia or Redwood Tree. Make up your mind. Yeah, right. We got to call them Sequoias now? Or like adult sapling. Because Carl the Fog you know, feeds the Sequoia with nutrients from the ocean. There was a sinkhole Salt. in Massachusetts. I think they call it Steve the Sinkhole. No, that's yeah, cute. That's I cute. mean, I like that one. <laughs> Sequoias. I know a guy named Sequoia. Fucking Me too. Fuck, what fuck. a fucking yeah. fuck that he was. I yeah. never call it. No, yeah. if you're listening, Sequoia, get to see it. It's you. fine. You're great. Yeah, I like your awesome. cob houses. Keep building them. Keep making those. No, houses. he was he was a cool artist. Oh, this guy yeah. is still alive and is still is a cob house builder. Builds houses out of cob. All right, let's see if this conversation bites us in the ass and our Sequoia friends get back to us. If he gets back to me, I think he'll feel flattered that I mentioned him. Yeah. You know? I haven't talked to the guy in like 30 years. That would be nice yeah, to like, You talked about my clubhouses on the radio? Oh, my God. I did do art back then. All right, so they're going to have a lo- indoor love-in, which is a novelty. And they have a laugh track they're checking out. I don't like either of these guys. I wouldn't have fucked him. Nor the DJ. Well, what about the music? Neither would I. Good. Good. Fuck the DJ. Fuck the DJ. <laughs> Stay in the stands. It's impressive that you guys stick with these movies through the whole episode. I don't think we've really... Uh... We haven't watched it. 
Where do you use? Where would you go, Roman? I mean, I, I was. It's like you start wanting to watch an episode of like Lost in Space or something. I don't like watching TV shows. No. With people, yeah. Why? Because TV isn't. The point of TV is to watch whether it's good or bad. So if it's a piece of shit and you say Sharknado is a piece of shit, the first forty minutes of Sharknado is a piece of shit. The last half was a piece of shit. The the sequel was a piece of shit. The third one was a piece of shit. Guess what? You just sat through all fucking Sharknados watching it. The joke's on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You're watching TV. I yeah I don't I really don't and it's really hard for life for like dating and stuff not watching television. Well, I think it's a little easier now actually because uh, there's so many opportunities for other venues or or, to, or uh, you know outlets yeah. fucking channels fucking things. There are that uh, programs, pieces of art, whatever you call you them. You could be in a bus in so Italy many, watching a TV screen. You know, there's paintings now. Yeah, there's uh, they still got vinyl for some reason. It's murals, vinyl's great. murals are murals in. are cool. Oh, yeah. Oh. So it's like when you're on it, like there's less, there's more stuff now, and there's more people, so they expect less of you because there's more. Less is more. Less. Well, we used to watch TV on TV, but in the 21st century, you can see it in paintings and then murals. Yeah. Yeah. There's other mediums. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, there's when you're on a date, you, just, there's, you could talk about anything now. Oh, God. You didn't just have to talk about Channel 3. No. Right. But you television, know? everybody's really... And then, and, then, and then even NBC just, like, moved away from San Francisco. So they were like, you know, the, the Cron thought they were going to have this massive affiliate or whatever channel that was. I remember when that happened. And yeah. They were celebrating the New Year and celebrating the, the, the Channel... Uh, Channel 4 yeah. in San Francisco. You know, Channel 4 nationwide that traditionally was, is an NBC station. That was the first blow of the tech boom to really yeah. destroy the culture of San Francisco is when they made NBC move away. Aww. Well, it was... they took it. They took it. They were like, we have more people down here in the South Bay. Well, I, do you think NBC left or that they were denied? They didn't renew. It was well, K-R-O-N, K-R-O-N. They didn't renew their NBC affiliate license, which again, in LA and New York, I guess nationwide, NBC is usually Channel 4. Yeah. And so it was not Channel 4. So they did San Jose. And the thing was, like, if you had a regular television set with a knob and you're in the Bay Area, you don't get San Jose. Yeah. So suddenly you don't get NBC. Yeah. So the networks, like, talk to the cable stations to make sure that it, when they do it, it's usually on cable channel three. So it's okay. in the first seven. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so you can talk, you know, like, and now you can talk about stuff on dates. No, 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 no. Sure. But I mean, whenever it's like this cultural thing where there's this standard. Of, oh, you didn't see this thing. It's like advertise. How? Do, why do people like advertisements? I just don't understand. I mean, I always have something to talk about, Roman. It's fine. I'm fine. But I'm just saying, television. Well, what they're are just you like out what? On? What kind of TV shows are they trying to get you to watch? I. That's the thing. I don't even know. I mean, Game of Thrones. You like? Uh, you like The Walking Dead? You like Rick I and Morty? I don't like. I think Rick and Morty is the best show on TV right now. It's pretty good. It's pretty good from what I've seen. Yes, I've seen, I've seen, I'm caught up today on Rick yeah, and Morty. Yeah. yeah, I'm not up to date, but I've seen it and I like it. See? Yeah, yeah. But it's hard for me to get into cartoons. I don't know what it is. I have this like. Uh, I, I love South preference. Park, though. I like yeah. South Park a lot. I like. Kind of like Family Guy. You know, I like it. I used to. But it's you get bored. It's yeah, like, it's a little brash. Yeah. But um. Crass. Yeah, Rick and Morty is good. I like that. Um. But Mike, Mike doesn't like to watch TV with people. No, I, I, I do, but I mean, like, when this whole idea of, like, movie riffing, let's do a TV night. 
Mm. I, we did Quincy episodes, and it was just like you just yeah you just end up sitting around somebody's house watching Friends for several years. Yeah, I think I think like if you do in like a movie night where you're riffing, like this is kind of loosely based on the concept of like Mystery Science Theater. You know, uh, and you're performing in front of someone when you're doing a TV show, it's a lot harder because this movie. Oh look at that! There's the, the Market Street right by the E Trade Center. The worst building. is when that somebody wants you to come over and binge watch the entire series of Frasier with them. Oh, who was doing that? I, we were just talking about that, right? <laughs> there was somebody who just told me that they watched Friends and they were going to watch Fran- uh, Frasier. Yeah. And like, yeah, let's do it. Let's stay up as long as we can and watch the a whole series. A lot of one-bedroom apartments available on Market Street back in the 60s. It must have been like a dollar. So maybe Dude, he, yeah. I bet Market Street was rough. Yeah. this Maybe his uh, basement office is in Market Street. Either that, they went from Market Street all the way to Hate. What's his shit? He's like dressed like he's a church dude. No? No? Don't worry about that. Uh... Well, a lot of the drama consists of this guy and this woman in one room. Right? They're just always at it. Lipstick and Jeremy. Da 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 da. Oh, yeah, the bathroom door, you have to kick it out. I'm watching this movie. It's his. Yeah. So they're fighting. I guess it's about the morals. He's gone. He's gone to the dark side. Oh, you're a narcissist. Donald Trump story. There, I said his name. It's very nice. Very nice. Oh, you said his name. Dump. You say whatever you want. Donald I'm just Trump, sick President of these people. Trump. Jesus Christ! Billions of times da, a day. Da, 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 da. President Trump. Uh, I have this great, I have an outrage machine. Bump. It's called my phone. All I have to do is go to check out the latest headlines, and I go, what the fuck They're is all happened? him. Yeah. It's been that way, though. The Daily Show turned into bullshit when the what's-his-face, and every single night I right. tried to watch The Daily Show, every night he did his main thing is about dump. Social media destroyed the United States. First, they yeah. came for people's... Uh, video games. What? Yeah, social media. Like, oh, Gamergate. No, well, no, they they. Uh, <laughs> was child. Everybody porn. was playing Candy Crush, and now, but then they went to their social media instead. And oh you know, yeah, that's true. They all they, they used have, to do something productive. They used to like match three in a row, or like right. Now, now they don't. That was a challenge your brain. Now it's just outrage and uh, destroying the country. No, every single day you're mad about something new. Right. Every day there's something they totally yeah. Uh, they got us, man. We just need to have one thing to be outraged about. Yeah, this every isn't day. this movie isn't Groundhog's Day at all. The United States. Oh wait, wait, whoa, whoa! That's not oh. cool, man. Did she throw a, a, a something? She, at show, a she threw a candlestick maker uh, over to uh, out the window. <laughs> she threw a candlestick at the window. Is what I heard. She wanted to see a candlestick fly. Hello, premise of a joke. You know that joke? Why did the moron throw a clock out the window? You want to see time fly. You want to know why a moron threw a butter out the window? 
Want to see butterfly? Do you know why a moron threw a dragon out the window? You want to see a dragonfly? Do you know why a moron threw a house out the window? Want to see a house fly? Come on, give me some more. Uh, 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 class me back. Well, he wanted to see a class me back fly. Ship fly. Ship. He wanted to see ship. Yeah, ship fly. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Give me another one. Uh, hey, did you hear about the moron who threw uh, uh, a microphone out the window? He wanted to see a set fly. Yeah. No, it's not. No. Mike the fly? Mike fly. He could say... Do you know why the moron threw a button out the window? Want to see a butterfly? A button fly? What? What do you want? I don't get it. The water? The phone! Oh, my God. Okay! Jesus, use your words, man. He needs his phone. We're breaking the fourth wall or whatever I hope this movie's not not too intriguing for you that you you do have time to get your phone. So we're at a uh, flea market, I guess. Is this still the park? Where the fuck are they? It is the park. Oh, hey, it's uh, that field in the park. Chris, no? no, not Chrissy. Um, it was in Dirty Harry. He puts Scorpio's. Uh, he puts his boot on Scorpio's neck in there. Kizar? Is it Kizar? Quasar? Stadium by the start of the park? I don't. This guy is like so full of himself. Yeah, look, there's the sunset. You can see the little SF station thingy. Candlestick? No. Candlestick. That sounds about right. Quasar. Quasar. By the way, I was just in the Haight-Ashbury today and uh, went in the Haight-Ashbury Bay. I recommend the McDonald's on the <laughs> corner of Haight-Stadion. Always a quality meal. Good coffee. Food. I went to hate that's it. A, I, that's know. a great speech, man. It's Stare nothing like JFK. Life is precious. Or, but, you know, you love those speeches. Like Luke this, Eric. You're always going to remember this day. You know? Right. Don't you want to like make speeches? No, the best speech in the world was Lou Gehrig's speech. Because it was like for 20 seconds long. And, he just, and that's all he said. And then he got off the fucking stage. And it was so beautiful. If you didn't cry at the end of when he said, you know, you know what just happened to this man. And he feels like the, the lucky, the luckiest man in the world. <laughs> so, I cried. I mean, mm-hmm. what what timing and what like the economy of words and the sincerity and the just the presence. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see the the mashup of the great speeches of the current president. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the great speeches was the guy who announced he was going to create the microphone, but unfortunately, nobody heard him at the time. Hey. It wasn't recorded. <laughs> Hey, we got a saying. <laughs> the great speeches of the president, right? Yeah. Uh, I just announced the law to outlaw Russia forever. We've been bombing in five minutes. That's how Reagan uh, tested the microphone before a speech. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a little joke where he, yeah. tested, he tested the before a speech. He tested the microphone. He was that giving, is hilarious. I he didn't was know giving that. an address. Yeah, Say that, it again. What was the joke? Uh, he said, uh, well, I got to do my Reagan. Well, uh, I've outlawed Russia for. I just passed a uh, sign the bill that outlaws Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. Oh wow! He was just joking. He was just telling a joke. And one of the reasons why I kind of know it verbatim is because it's been sampled a million times. So like, well, 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 bombing in five minutes. Beep 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 beep. Eighties music. Beep 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 beep. Begin bombing sampling Reagan. Reagan sample. 
Oh, I just thought of something. How about if it was like a Ronald Reagan rap? Like Reagan. I'm just kidding. There's like tons of those too. Anyway, getting back to the 60s. Sorry. I was getting nostalgic for other shit. There's a lot of people behind them. They have this like blue screen behind them, green screen of an audience. See, look at that. That looks oh, like there's a thousand people behind them. Painting. That's not even. Are they moving? Yeah, maybe it's an ant farm. Yeah, it's like it's a, a bunch of sea monkeys. Okay, they're real people. They're yeah, there. so this is Kizar. I'm mispronouncing it, but it's in Golden Gate Park. It's right by the sunset, the start of it. Uh. Oh my God, he's been shot and there's no bloodshed or a puncture wound. <laughs> All you need is a squib behind the white robe when you're shooting a movie and then have the squib go off so it looks like he got shot. Oh, look, there it is. It went off. This blood stain is looking like a penis. <laughs> is this uh, assassination scene boring, you guys? I don't know. I don't know, man. You're supposed to be. I can't. I can barely see. I'm over here. You're supposed to be. The eyes now, Roman. You're Roman's not the been eyes. On his phone for you. The last five uh, he's the, uh, not the eyes. He's not telling us what's going on. Nobody knows. We're lost. Can you not see from over there? We're in a loop. I can kind of see that there's a guy that looks like a police officer or something. That's and like there's a woman that looks like a prostitute and a man that looks like a douchebag. So. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I what they're like about a... to do will surprise you. Click here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Click vape. Porn There's star. Some guy that looks like Andy Dick. Okay. Put, very well put together. Thank you for clarifying. I can't tell back here. Oh my god, the end? That was the end? What happens next? He shot the uh, the crazy guy, and then the cops said, you know what, we have a police station right by here <laughs> where we keep the horses. I feel like I'm going to take you to the uh, horse the uh, ball game. The ball, take uh, me out to the ball. Is that, how does that song that'd go? Be fun take to me out. Keep going, you got it. Don't hit me on Alice. you love that scene in all those post post apocalyptic movies where they 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 go to a um a ballpark and there's just a bunch of horses grazing on the. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Zone. <laughs> there's a great video game called Tokyo uh, Jungle, and it's about the world just being destroyed and overrun by animals. And you're you could be various animals, and you roam around Tokyo attacking uh, wolf, various wolves and stuff. Watch out, you guys! There's another movie starting. Oh, right, oh no! Oh, oh yeah. no! <laughs> Everybody, back up! Whoa! Uh, Did you have it on autoplay? You well, yeah, it's yeah. it's by default. No, I want to thank you guys, uh, uh, Roman Leo, Alyssa uh, Westerlund, uh, for being here. Uh, do you guys have anything that you could promote while you're here? Any exciting shows? coming up well let's, uh, let's take a look at the uh, little old oh, calendar and uh, no, I'm gonna be at the layover this Tuesday Mike right mm-hmm. you gonna be performing on Valentine's Day Tuesday at Neck of the Woods to, to, yeah I believe it's Neck of the Woods uh, about last night or uh, some uh, well, I don't even know what the show is but I think it starts at like 8 and it's gonna be really sexy uh, book she just wrote a book a lady who just wrote a book is gonna be there Ooh. There's a theme. It's like uh, breakups. It's all about, yeah. So if you are a hippie still living in San Francisco after 50 years, please go over to the Enrichment to Neck of the Woods on Tuesday and check out this great Valentine's Day show. Roman Leo Comedian is on Facebook as well as laughq.com slash Roman Leo. No, I'm not on that one, but you can find me at uh, underscore Roman Leo on Twitter and Roman Leo Comedian maybe on uh, Instagram, you know? I don't all know. Right. So yeah, by all means, like I'm, sh- I'm sure there's people still listening. <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone's listening at this time. Uh, 
but I want to thank you guys so much for being part of this and making this happen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play Carl's theme song. Uh, this is the latest version, which is fantastic. Please go ahead and listen to us again. We're at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. We are known by our initials on uh, iTunes, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we're also at MuniRadio.com. Click podcast and there will be the RSS feed if you're like me and do it that way. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for being part of it. Uh, have a good night and uh, uh, drive safely, I, I guess. <laughs> and tip your weight staff. Go fuck yourself. Oh, pick up a flyer outside the door. Uh, with Mike Spiegelman. Let's start Let's the stream over. Oh, fuck. Okay. The fuck? No, nothing. I'm just cursing. Is it? Let's watch Whoa, a full-length movie. Let's watch okay, a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a this song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length You tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical, free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. This is Tuchel Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as... Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond underground comics. It's a great 
Heritage Showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRack. <laughs> Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S., 
From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, What a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, Jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. Asiento. This locally owned Mission neighborhood bar and restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato! Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato. No, no, seriously, I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one, too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a tomato produce company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs, 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Mom's Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing 
The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Um, I don't know. I've, I've <clears throat> thought about this quite a bit, sir, and I, I would have to say, considering what's waiting out there for me, I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything as a career. I don't want to sell anything bought or processed, or buy anything sold or processed, or process anything sold, bought, or processed, or repair anything sold, bought, or processed. You know, as a career, I don't want to do that. So, uh, my father's in the Army. He wants me to join, but I can't work for that corporation. Um, so, what I've been doing lately is kickboxing. Which is a uh, new sport, but I think it's got a good future. As far as career longevity, I don't really know because, you know, you can't really tell. If you're eight and six as a fighter, you know, it's no good. You know, you have to be great. But I can't really tell if I'm great until I've had a couple of pro fights. But I haven't been knocked down yet. I don't know. I can't figure it all out tonight, so I'm just going to hang with your daughter. That was beautiful. Okay, so uh, we're going to stop that now. Welcome to Good News, everybody. I just sent you an email. With uh, Alyssa Westerland uh, and Ursula Clown and a few other uh, made-up people, they're going to come in and talk to you about what is good. We are too hot. That's not good. Okay, we're not hot anymore. Okay, we're coming. I mean, we're still hot. We're just not, you know, too hot. Um, okay, so the good news today uh, for me uh, personally, uh, had great sex yesterday. Just really great sex, uh, and I'm going to talk about it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of sex on this good news show because actual news usually doesn't have anything good in it, um, but your sex life might. So call in if you feel like it. You can tell me about your great sex. It's 415-550-0511. I'm just going to be sitting in here uh, training, you know, myself-ish with uh, Pam's help. She's sitting here too, uh, but we don't we don't need her. We got this. We got this. We're at Mutiny Radio. Uh, so the sex. What was so good about it? What was so good about it? Uh, well, it was unexpected. It was really unexpected. I've got some pen pals in my life. I don't know about you guys. Uh, do you do pen pals? It's it's pretty hot. Um, you know, you can do poetry with your pen pal. You can you can just vent with your pen pal. You can just tell them about your day. But the cool thing is, is that you ultimately get to know your pen pal. Um, which is rad, and you kind of feel comfortable with them. I'm not really into this internet world. You guys probably do internet stuff more than I do. I uh, I don't have that many internet-only friends. So this guy and I have been pen pals for about a year and three months. We met each other on FetLife. Uh, so, you know, the basis of our relationship was he wanted to hear my sex stories, which, you know, I'm obviously really all about telling. So that worked out for me. It worked out for him. Uh, so a year plus of me telling him about all the sex I'm having. And then finally, we, you know, we started talking about meeting. And I don't know why I never considered actually sleeping with my pen pal that hears all my sex stories. I just thought we would smoke a joint, 
and maybe uh, you know eat some salad. I I just wasn't expecting it, and you know, and so I get excited because he's like, "Okay, I'm coming over," and it's Sunday, and I I was I was like I was still drunk at one in the afternoon this Sunday because you know after parties I don't know how I ended up at that, but uh, I did, and I brought some guy from London home, you know, because he had a pink shirt. And uh, he kept, I don't know, he, I can't remember what he kept calling me, but I liked it, and I liked the pink. So brought him home, still drunk, it's one o'clock in the afternoon, I've gotta get the pink shirt guy out of my house. My pen pal wants to come over and smoke a joint and eat some salad with me. Uh, so I shower, and, and then I start getting nervous. I'm like, wait a minute, I've never seen this guy. Like, I really like him as a person, he's a good listener. But I don't know what he looks like. Um, so I go from excitement to nervous, and then he walks up, and he's adorable, you guys. Totally unexpected, just really adorable. Good listener in real life, too. Uh, I've got a two-hour uh, block here all for myself for a reason, you guys. Um, but yeah, it was like, okay, this sex was so good. How do I, it's like if you've never seen the, if, if you're colorblind, red doesn't mean anything to you, you know, like I really don't know how to describe the sex. If you haven't had it, uh, it's just, it's like the color red. Can you see it? Can you see it? Um, but no, he, he, he read my preferences on FetLife. Um, what am I looking for, you guys? I'm looking for uh, someone who's tall, handsome, uh, loves eating pussy, and reads. Um, Right, because if they don't read, then they're not going to know that they have to eat pussy. Um, they yeah, so he had obviously read that. Uh, it's it's brief. I don't go into too much detail. I have come up with the term sugar queen, though. I've decided I am a sugar queen. I'm not a baby, uh, but you can pay my bills. Um, so yeah, he went down on me, and oh my god, uh, it was the first day I hadn't been on mushrooms in about 21 days. So I thought it was gonna be like not as great as the rest of the you know the last month has been. I and and no, the sex was better than it. You know, I, I just it was goes down on me. Uh, it, perfect dick. I don't know why it was perfect. It wasn't that big. It wasn't small. It wasn't circumcised. Uh, that always helps. I you know I prefer uncircumcised. Because I, I want them to enjoy themselves, you know? I really want them to feel all of me. And they can't do that without a foreskin. They just can't. Um, I mean, they can try. Anyway, it was really great sex, you guys. And then um, I made him dinner because I like cooking for people who make me come multiple times. Uh, it just It's really fun cooking for people who give you orgasms. I don't know why. It just So I made him some salmon. I like making the guys salmon too. I like them to eat the fish after they eat the fish. And then um, and then we're sitting there, we're eating. He says it's delicious. And then all of a sudden we're fucking on my kitchen table, which whew, I've never done that before. I mean, at this kitchen table, other kitchen tables totally, but this kitchen table was virginal and um, load bearing. It totally held up. Everything was fine. Um, and then we just, you know, talked and talked and, uh, but it was really unexpected, you guys. It was really unexpected, and I'm gonna write a joke about it. Uh, it's gonna go something like, "I could have never, ha I could have never seen this coming. I just had no idea." It was like, uh, it was like Donald Trump. You know, he actually gave me an orgasm. The black swan. You know, when you don't expect it, good things come to you, or come to come to you, come in you, come around you, come on you, 
good things come on you when you don't expect it. And uh, I think I'm a good thing. Anyway, uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, I'm going to have some, some you know, guests maybe here. I'm going to read some stuff to you guys. I like reading. I'm really still in the... Uh, oh, good news. Well, the good news is, is that uh, we are all going to stop having sex um, because the abortion thing did you guys hear about the if uh what is it goes if it's if the heartbeat is detected the baby is protected i don't think this is actually going to happen you guys i don't think it's going to happen um uh, because you know how many of these chicks who are pregnant can actually detect a heartbeat anyway um but yeah, we got six weeks to abort the baby. I don't think anything, I think the Republicans are going to back us. So the good news is, is that we can still have abortions. Our parents will still love us. You should probably call your representatives though. Um, yeah. Anyway, so here's some real good news. To the chagrin of the religious right, the male birth control pill and implant has been released today, freeing men from the cultural meme that women use pregnancy to entrap men. No more baby mama drama. Now I can tap that all I want and I'll know if she gets pregnant, I'm not the father, said Player Play, an active supporter of male birth control options. Now men are 100% in control of their fertility and their destiny to be or not to be a father. This is a giant step for mankind and the single greatest thing to happen to women's health since suffrage. Pro-life groups have gathered around at pharmacies all across the country to stop men from killing babies, i.e. their sperm. As Burning Woman kicks off this week, over 100,000 women rush back to Black Rock City to burn pills, diaphragms, and to use spermicide as explosives. While celebration is in order, unwanted pregnancies will persist without proper education. Parents of sexually active boys grin and bear the talk and thank science it won't be their son who knocks up the cheerleader. The Maury Show has been canceled today and no official explanation has been released by the network. Is the Maury Show even a thing? Still? Anyway, never mind. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and pharmaceutical companies spread propaganda saying uh, STD rates will explode without the proper impetus to wear condoms, but we know that they're just trying to survive. As stated in a Daily Beast article that under-promised male birth control without condoms will be here by 2017, uh, why sell a woman a flat-screen TV when you can... Why sell a man a flat-screen TV when you can rent one to a woman for over a decade? Uh, so basically, we got birth control, you guys. We got it. Uh, it's good. It's going to be great. I'm going to start sleeping with men again. Well, obviously, I'm having sex with them. The ones I have sex with don't complain about condoms, you guys. Condoms are just kind of, you know, if we're not in a monogamous relationship, I don't trust you. And I like cutting people. Like, I I don't need to trust you. If you get me pregnant, I will cut you. Like, that's what's going to happen. Um I'm going to fucking cut you, man. I don't. Uh, so, yeah, just wear the condoms, you guys, unless you have proof of vasectomy. I need to see the proof of purchase. You know, like I need photographs. I need something identifying you like a mole in the photograph of the doctor doing the procedure. I want you to go Facebook live with your vasectomy. I need proof. Anyway, if you can't give me proof that you have a vasectomy and... Uh, 
and uh, you're not on the pill. Uh, yeah, I, you know, even if you're on the pill, you, you're just gonna wear a condom. They suck, I know, but I'm not getting married, and I don't trust you. Like I said, I don't trust you. And you shouldn't trust me either. You know, that was that's what really bothers me is that all these guys are just running around trusting me. I had sex with two guys on Sunday. Like, why are you trusting me? Please wear a condom. I'm putting you at risk. Um. Yeah, okay, so the guy with the pink shirt was not good. He's probably like 26. I really need to stop, you know, sleeping with younger men. But pink shirts are so hot. I don't know. I think it was also the accent. He was from London. He's from London. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think it was actually just the Uber ride home. I really just wanted the Uber ride home. And he smelled good, you know? I thought, I can cuddle with this guy. Um, okay, what else has been going on that's good? So the mushroom experiment, I don't know what inspired it, but I have been I have been microdosing. I guess I'll just talk about this for the next 20 minutes. God, this is interesting. I got this. I can talk. We're going to see. We're going to push Alyssa to the limits today. We're going to go all the way, see how long she can talk straight for. Um, so I started microdosing uh, with mushrooms about... La- so la- no, so November 2015, and what happened was I got a bunch of mushroom chocolates for my birthday, and I don't, you know, I don't necessarily like getting high a lot. Uh, I've been high plenty of times, um, and I just thought, well.